Down this road is a small city once thriving and full of life, but now desolate and abandoned. Well, abandoned save for the horrors rumored to reside within, which I presume is why you're here. Now there's nothing wrong with a little morbid curiosity, but please, remember to stay close to your guides. We wouldn't want anyone to get left behind now. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Nopeville, the city filled with all the terrifying and horrible things that make you say nope. Nope. We're your tour guides. I'm Jen. And I'm Christine. And we invite you to join our tours through the city, including all things paranormal, true crime, and supernatural. From haunted places to possessions. From serial killers to cults. From zombies to cryptids. You can find out more on our website at nopevillepodcast.com. And catch a tour today wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> I'm Maddie. I'm Amber. And, and we're Witches Talking Tarot. We are the weirdos in the store. I get so like a Santa snubble. Flip the switch and let the cauldron bubble. Sam. Wow. Hey, everybody. I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And we're Witches Witches Talking Talking Tarot. Tarot. And today, we are talking about the lore of the first witches in different mythologies from across the world. And that is the lore, L-O-R-E, not the lure, L-U-R-E, like (laughs) lore. Because, yes, witches are alluring. We know that. Sorry, um, sorry, I <laughs> started wearing lipstick, guys. I'm just enjoying it. Okay. I got a little too into character there. Apologies. I have to ask you about- you want to know what I'm talking about, you'll have to look at the YouTube, I guess. I have to ask about this Roastmaster. We haven't played it yet. Is it, is it mean? Game. I'm assuming it is. Okay, but but my thing is, like, how can it be so mean if the game doesn't know you personally? Uh, because you play with your friends who do know you personally. That's my guess. I don't, I, I don't know if like, I want to play it, but like I'm I'm sensitive. That's what Santa got Corey last year. And as it's far as not games open. go, that's pretty. Well, because like we haven't played it yet. Because uh, when we've had friends over, like the friends that we play our games with, mm-hmm. they have not seemed too interested in playing Rose. Right? I'm like, I'm, I'm I sensitive. assume that we'll get the girls playing and it'll just be a family thing. Well, that that's different because then you each other, yeah. well, I don't know, then people get pissed. Yeah, that's going to happen. That's fine. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Fine. Well, well, and I mean like I'm pretty sure that's what like, the friends don't want to play. So, right, exactly. You know, like, like, yeah. You know, but we thought we thought Santa thought Santa thought it would be a funny game. Santa thought. But uh Santa is not the first witch. However, <laughs> The god Veles, who is uh, associated with Santa from the Slavic pantheon, he is associated with the lore of the first witch in the Slavic lore. And what is that, Amber? Amber did more research than I did. So I'm just going to be like, and what is that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, keep going. um, So like, okay. I thought there was going to be more to find, too. So, like, there's, there's, anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. But, okay, so 
this is what enticed me to want to do this episode. So the tale of the first witch in the Slavic lands is that a girl, and I have decided that she is going to be called Nadezhda because um, my oldest daughter was supposed to be named Nadezhda and we were going to really? call her Nadia. Uh-huh. Yes. But then about, oh, I don't know, two weeks, less than two weeks before she was born, um, somebody called my in-laws, laughed at the name Nadezhda Abriel. And uh, so Corey was like, yeah, we have to change the name. Like my family like laughed at it. I'm so sorry. You have sunflowers on that on that broom. I do. That is oh so shit! Good. I know. I didn't nice. even notice. We've been yeah. looking for sunflowers everywhere. They're nowhere because it's the winter season. Well, because- oh, that's right. I have I have a fucking t- uh, fabric. I have a fabric with sunflowers oh. on it. It's blue with sunflowers on it. Oh my that's god! That's not I at totally my house. Forgot. I gave it back to you. Oh, okay, because I had it for a little bit. No, no. You I ha- I I gave I it, it again. Yes. Okay. okay, I thought I had it, but. Yeah. I have a different blue one that I have to give to you. It mm. looks like it has evil eyes. It the is one from Hawaii. Yes, it is yes. folded and put away safe. Yeah. On like I promise. I believe you. I believe you. I'm, Obviously, I'm not missing it. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I but got, anyway, I got tapestries going. Amber anyway. and I have been looking for sunflowers everywhere because yes. we're working on like a little project for ourselves. Yeah. And at least Melissa. Who's one, our number one patron? She was the first one. Hey. We love you. Um We love you all, all four of you. Just Melissa was just like the getting that little anyway, go ahead. Anyway, I'm just really <laughs> excited about it. So yes, we've been looking everywhere I for sunflowers. Oh my god, I forgot about my f- cloth and everything. Like What the fuck? How are we over here How looking like, everywhere for and sunflowers? I've got them in my house. And they're everywhere. I you- sunflower <laughs> in that pumpkin. What a waste of time. Oh, we oh. had fun. We, we did. We really did have yeah. fun. Dollar I, I, Tree is classic. Dollar Tree Plus yes, is Dollar nice. Tree Plus. But classy anyway, off. as Amber so, was saying, the first witch. So, Nadezhda, who we will call Nadia because that is what I was going to do, is name my daughter Nadezhda and call her Nadia. Um, she went out to collect mushrooms and herbs because mushrooms are very big. In oh, Saudi shit. Culture. You told me this story. Yeah. She, yeah. is she, so is she considered, oh, yes, she is. I'm sorry, you finished the story. Oh, you're good. So Nadia's walking around, and she's collecting mushrooms and herbs, and she, like, realizes, like, on the horizon, mm-hmm. a storm's coming. So she's like, I don't want to get all wet. I'm, like, nowhere near home. So she takes off her dress. She puts it in her bag where she's collecting mushrooms and herbs. She hides under, like, a grove of trees mm-hmm. from the rain. And once the storm, you know, the, it rains, and then it passes, and then she comes out from under the grove of trees she puts her dress back on and she goes back to collecting herbs and mushrooms and so she's walking through the forest and she comes upon this old man and the old man who she recognizes to be the god Velas, who is the god of magic he's the god of underworld and he's god of waters in uh, a slavic pantheon and he is also the god of magic and she recognizes him to be thus and so he is asking her like Hey, miss, like, I know it just rained out here. Please tell me, how do you come to not be wet? Like, what what secrets do you have? And she's like, well, if I tell you my secrets, 
you have to tell me yours. So you tell me your secrets. I will, I will re in return, tell you how I managed to not be wet by the rain. And an important thing to know about this story, which I never realized until we did this episode, Velas may be the god of the waters, but he's not the god of the skies. That's Parun, the thunder god. So when it's raining, that is Parun. So Velas is interested in knowing how to protect himself from Parun. Because if you remember, we did that episode about Parun chasing mm -hmm. Velas yeah. up and down the world tree. Wow. Right? So like the the story of the first witch Gets becomes deeper. even deeper. Exactly. Yeah. Because Velas is truly like this woman is magic. She can evade my enemy. So mm -hmm. he teaches her all the magics he knows. And now she is the first human practitioner of witchcraft. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, psych! Exactly! <laughs> and she goes, I took my dress off and I put it in my bag. That's how I'm not wet. <laughs> and Velis, who is also kind of a trickster god, I like to believe that he was not angry. That he, like, he low-key appreciated that. He was like, damn, you smart. You outsmarted like, Aw, me. Aw, man. Right? It's like outsmarting Loki or another one of the tricksters. You know right. what I mean? Like, they, a trickster has to respect you outsmarting them, right? right? I would hope so. I would hope so. I like to think so, but Veles is one of the gods I feel a calling to because he's an underworld god. So, you know, that's how it goes. But speaking of human practitioners of witchcraft, we have another first witch lore. Cersei? Yes. Cersei, okay. So. Not that bitch from Game of Thrones who right. her brother. Right, right. Not that Cersei. Cersei or Cersei. So there was a lot of conflict. Okay, so some people say that Hecate is the first witch. Some people say Cersei is the first witch. I would say Cersei would be the first witch because she's on the earth and she is not necessarily mortal because she's like a demigod, I think. Right, and also. Or she's, she's a goddess, but she's. Well, she's a goddess, but she was also adopted from Asia Minor. So she's like, she's not necessarily Greek origin. Right, she's right. She's from pre, like, so Cersei would be the first witch. Right. In Greek well, origin. and Hecate is a goddess. So yes. I don't, I feel like when I say witch, I mean well, practitioner on the, on the, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, like, the reason that I don't discount Hecate as mm -hmm. the, and maybe Hecate is like, one of the first witches, period. Yeah, like first witches, you know, like, like period. Because, like, mm -hmm. you know, she comes from Asia Minor, so, like, all of the Eastern, mm -hmm. whatever, like, that would be mm -hmm. the first first. So, like, in a way, Hecate would be one of the very first witches. Right. Right? But, like, from the Greek pantheon, it would definitely, or from Greek mythology, mm -hmm. Circe would definitely Well, be. and, like, so... Cersei's parents are Helios and somebody else. I can't remember. I think it starts with a P. It's like a, it's a minor goddess. I apologize. I don't mean that hatefully. I just mean you're not in the top, what, eight, nine? Is that rude? It's, no. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of like, I don't mean to be rude, but let me just dig my hole a little deeper. Am I being rude? I don't no, mean. I mean, okay. no, by like, just being like, you're not in the top, whatever. I just thought. Oh my God. I did not mean it I like that. I just mean hell. like everybody calls yeah. them like the, the, the eight Olympians. Right, right. Everybody okay. else is a minor god compared when you're like. To the major. We got the yeah, major arcana and then we got the. the minor. Yes, yes, exactly. So still right. important, but yeah. just. No, I okay. just thought it was So crazy. one of the things that I read was like Hecate was her mother. Like 
that's not confirmed. Like, the, the parentage, her father is definitely Helios, okay? So, goddess-wise, I would say Hecate would be the first witch. On this earth, I would say it's obviously Circe, and she's a sorceress. She lives on an island. She's best known for um, seducing men into coming onto her island, and when they do, she turns them into swine. Oh my god, I just realized there's a fucking island a beach full of pigs yeah yeah you know yeah. what i'm talking about yes. oh my yeah. gosh you can go yeah like that's one of my favorite tales out of the odyssey really yeah the, the turning the pigs and, yes i love it because you know what it's it's very um willow you remember yes. that scene in Will? Oh yes. my god, I love it because they got like the little brownies and they show the baby pigs. Yes. That was so cute. But oh like, oh my god, I, I love that scene. I do. Like, where they all turned meme. to win. Somebody made a meme out of that scene with like the two little guys and the pigs in the background. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but it's just so cute. You're all pigs. But anyway, I'm hey. pretty sure Odysseus like. How does he get her to turn them back? He 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 is holding something that's like a gift from like Helios himself, her father. I thought, right? I don't remember. Like I, what I remember, my takeaway mm-hmm. is that Cersei, um, she's like hot to trot, and mm-hmm. she's got all these sailors at her little disposal, yes. and so she's like, "Well, guys." Want you come over here? Oh, okay. and I'll share all this fine, fabulous drink with you, and I'll share my house with you, and I'll do all this lovely southern hospitality for you. And then when they drink all of the drink, uh, Odysseus wakes up and all his men are pigs, and then she is trying to also get Odysseus under some kind of spell while he is trying to save his men. That is what I remember the most because other than Cersei from Game of Thrones souring the taste of the, of Cersei in my mouth, I did once upon a time really love so, the tale of Cersei in the Odyssey. The I name- loved how she was able to overpower all these men. I know. I love it, too. So her name means to secure rings or hoop around, a reference to the binding power of magic. Also, it says, with the help of the god Hermes, so not Helios, he overcame her okay, and forced that, her to end That makes sense. Okay, because I knew sense. it was one of them. Hermes is a trickster god. He's a right. messenger god. I could see that. But I love that her name means uh, to secure with rings. I love that so much. Became unmatched, unfortunately. She bound all those guys with her will. Cersei securing all of that, everything in Game of Thrones through marriage and alliances. I have to say... Aptly named, Mr. R.R. Martin. Aptly named. Sorry, like, the whole... I didn't know her name meant that. So I just was, like, securing with rings and Cersei's all like... Oh, my God, you are so right. I'm marrying off this one and I'm marrying myself to Baratheon, but I'm really going to fuck my brother and have a bunch of his kids. Wow. Or to hop or hoop around. Cersei definitely did that. Cersei from Game of Thrones, I mean. She did. Anyway, I love Cersei. She's my favorite, like, (laughs) quote-unquote first witch. But I, I, as somebody who follows the goddess Hecate... I do love her, too. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, because she comes from Asia Minor, like, I was reading up more about her on uh, Hecate's Night, and uh, it said that, like, she was most likely originally um, worshipped by a group of people called the Carians. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, from Asia Minor, and then she moved over to Bulgaria and Turkey, Slavic lands, and then into Greece, um, and was big in Thrace. So I uh, found that very interesting about her journey through the world. All maybe in one night on Hecate's night. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. But um, I do like the, I mean, because Hecate is the goddess of witchcraft mm-hmm. and in the Greek pantheon. Before she made it to the Greeks, she wasn't necessarily associated with straight up witchcraft. She was associated with wilderness and childbirth, which, I mean, those things, like, that's so... It makes sense. Female empowerment. Yes, exactly. It makes perfect sense. And I like to believe that even though at that time she was recognized as a wilderness and childbirth goddess, that's just the modern interpretation of the things that they've found. Um, And that she truly is just a goddess of witchcraft and Mm -hmm. a psychopomp that is able to move souls uh, from one world to the other, you know what I mean? Yes. And that that she moved across the world kind of whole in that regard, and it's just our inability to properly understand that which we find from the past. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, and I do like that whole first witch goddess thing because in mm-hmm. the Celtic lands, Yes, I was just about to mention yes, that. Yes. Because the Kaliak, is the first witch in the Celtic painting. Which I love. I do too. Because they, I we, love the Kaliak. We yes, did an we episode did an on her. We did an entire episode on her. Was that last, season two? It was season two. It was last winter. Because we did all the dark goddesses in dark winter. We've got the 50-foot woman. Yes. And she created the world. She had an apron on. And when rocks dropped, you had read that she had an apron on and rocks dropped out of them. And that's yes. the land, right? Yes. And I love and that, that because... A witch with her apron because she's out gathering things and then she's dropping rocks and that's where the world comes from. Like, I love that. And if you want to learn more about the Kaliak, because she's a really interesting, like, she's the original keener and the original, like, basically um, uh, herder of deer uh, in the Celtic lands. She's associated with banshees. Um, She's very powerful. Again, the Celts believe she created the world. And, okay, so they believe that... The Kaliak was a witch. She was the first witch. She created the world. And now a word from one of our fellow podcasters. Hey there, I'm Tara. And I'm Jessica. And together we co-host the podcast Three Spooked Girls. If you love the paranormal. Or murder. Join us on Mondays for full-length episodes where we discuss our favorite paranormal stories and true crime cases. And join us again on Thursdays for our mini-sodes called Stabby Snippets, where we tell you all about true crimes happening in the news. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, wherever the hell else you listen to your pods at. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by using the handle at 3 Girls. Come and hang out with us and get your spooky on while we scare the hell out of you. They also believe that their ancestors were magical peoples. It really goes really yes. well because if the Kaliak created everything, then she created people, right?
right? Mm -hmm. She gave birth to the first people or created them out of stone or something. I don't know. Go listen to the episode, guys. But the whole point is, like, she created the world and then she created humanity. And she's just kind of been in charge. Damn it. I got off track. There was somewhere else I was going to go with that, but it still makes sense. It still makes sense. And I still really love it. Like, the whole, like, she's the first witch and she created everything, which, like, from a standpoint of utilizing the craft and creating something out From of nothing. nothing but energy. Yes. It goes really I agree. Well. I agree. Um and then the last one that I looked into because I can't think of any others uh was the first witch from the Nordic path. So um Freya is the goddess of witchcraft in the Nordic path. Uh she's also the goddess of love and war and she's also a valkyrie so she is also a psychopomp who mm -hmm. moves souls back and forth i love it i just have to say my visual with that please so i'm imagining when i hear this naked freya gorgeous beautiful naked freya her hair is blowing in the breeze she's walking through the battlefield surrounded by bodies does she have white wings with gold on them she could. She very well could. In my I could head. No, I could totally see that. I could totally see that. Anyway, and she gets to choose whichever one she wants to take, right? Yeah. So sorry, she bends down. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing naked She-Ra. I know. Are you seeing it, though? Are yeah, you seeing it? Okay, so she's walking, and then there's a man, and he's about to die, and he sees her, and she turns to him, and she bends down, and she takes his hand, and he goes with the naked Freya. Is that not gorgeous? It I just is. see that in my head and it's so beautiful. And and, as and that's probably like the number one Viking, like that's what they want right? to happen. Naked Freya. But then you've also got her husband who's walking and collecting yeah. those to take uh, to them Valhalla. to Valhalla. Yes. So I imagine it's the most, it's, it's like you're wanting naked Freya, but you get naked Odin. Like, no, I'm just kidding. He's wearing a black cloak. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's so funny because I was like, I do not. No, he's not naked. naked. <laughs> <laughs> but even though Freya is the goddess of witchcraft, she is not the first witch. Okay. So there's a lot that I don't know about Norse. Like mm -hmm. um, we've discussed before that they've It's got, very like, confusing sometimes. They have such a broad and like understanding that they have some similar beliefs to the Celts with like they are descendants of some of these magical right. peoples. Sorry. No, you're good. That does make it make a little bit more sense. But I don't understand necessarily. So if you are a listener of us and you do understand this, please tell me in the comments some fucking where. Um Yes. Don't forget to like and subscribe as well. Yes, please. Um, but there's the Aesir and the Vanir. Now, the Aesir are the ones that I know that I'm most familiar with. Like, that's Thor and Odin. Um, Loki. Loki. Freya is actually a Vanir. And she brought witchcraft to the Aesir from the Vanir. But let's rewind. So, during the war... Uh, war ring between the Aesir and the Vanir, there was a woman named Gula, Gulaweg, Gulaweg, Gulaweg. Uh, anyway, she plays a huge important part in the Volva, 
uh, and not vaginal part. I know. Like, I was like, wait. Yeah, it's like the vulva face? and the spar or something. I don't know. It's like Eddas or different than the Eddas, but similar to the Eddas as far as like where they play into like Nordic belief systems and mythologies, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So this woman was somehow very important in the uh, warring between the Aesir and the Vanir. And the Aesir, uh, so that's uh, Odin and his crew, they speared her and she survived. They killed her and burned her three times. Three. Each time she was reborn. And when she was reborn on that magic number three. (laughs) I know, I'm like, let that be the thumbnail. Uh, magic number three she's reborn and she renames herself to uh it's hider or higher now the reason i say hider is it's like h-e-i and then that like weird little d looking thing and an r but it's like a backwards D. right it's like a well yeah and i don't i don't under i don't know how to read that letter wait that's but a I was b listening yeah <laughs> well, i don't know it's like it's like a curvy D, almost like it's not the way we make a D. Right. It's the way like I write a D, but it's not the way that most people write right, a right. D. Yeah. And like, I guess it's a special character anyway. So it's not pronounced like you might pronounce it in America. So I'm I'm pretty sure that Sair, S-E-I, that D thing and R, um, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Sair or Seer. That is basically magic or witchcraft in the Norse pantheon right mm-hmm. so she re uh she is reborn and she renames herself hider or higher or here which is that same word but with an h at the beginning instead mm-hmm. of an s mm-hmm. and then she becomes like one of the greatest practitioners of that s word um and she was already a practitioner of it before the whole three rebirths right. thing but like i find the three rebirths and the spear to the side Highly interesting in her story because this is all pre-Christian, pre-Christianity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So before Jesus was ever on the cross and took a spear to the side, before there were ever like the three days that he was dead, like mm-hmm. you mentioned. Um, I just like, I find very interesting uh, little pieces in that woman's story. And I didn't read the whole, whole thing because like apparently like, She plays a big part in something that I would have to learn a lot more about to understand her part in it. But as far as being the first witch goes, I just thought that was an interesting little tidbit to tell you about her to get you to go read all that shit on your own. Knowledge is power, guys. Educate yourselves. We want to bring you that knowledge, get you interested, and then you find out even more. You find out even more and more and more and more. And then the universe opens up to you. Because it's all right there at your fingertips. Sorry. No, it's okay. Fun. It's okay. I have no idea. Like, I, I'm like, is this long enough to be a full episode? I can't. <laughs> I think... I think it. I think it's a full episode. I think it's mm-hmm. it's a definitely a shorter episode, but there's yeah. not... There wasn't much to uh, begin with. Well, like, okay. So... There wasn't much to begin with, but from a pop culture standpoint... What was the first witch that you ever watched? Do you remember? The Wizard of Oz. Wizard I of think Oz. that's a lot of people, too. I, I don't think that's just me. I, oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely The Wizard of Oz. 
And fuck that bitch. She was rude. I am pretty sure mine would have been Mama Fortuna in The Last Unicorn. Bryson loves that movie. I, I, oh, it's, I love that movie. It's sad. Santa's putting a last unicorn tarot deck in my stocking. Okay, you said Santa's pudding, and I was like, that sounds delicious. I thought you were going to say, like, a dessert or something. I was like, is no. there a dessert in this movie? No. I didn't know Santa was even in it. Like, no. <laughs> I love that movie. I don't blame Bryson Bryson loves all. it very I much. I just so think it's sad. It is sad. I look, I have come to realize that a lot of the things that I watched as a child, like Secret of Nim. Yeah, that shit's sad, uh, but so Labyrinth. good. I, I want to uh, watch that with my son, but I think it'd scare him. Both the of those. The Secret of Nim would terrify him. Yeah, I think so. I mean, The Secret of Nim is dark as shit. I, I love, love that movie. That movie. But I was watching it when I was young, but he's different. I was too, me. yeah. Like, I was watching it since a very young age, watching The Last Unicorn from a very young age, The Labyrinth from a very young age. I watched a lot of things that have heavy and or sad subject matter. And I actually, to a degree, picked up on it. Like, whenever, whenever the uh, lady, what's her face? You know, the main character, the last unicorn in human form. And she's like, I can't stand this body. I can feel myself dying because unicorns are immortal. And she was now in a mortal body. Because, yeah, she had, the wizard disguises her so that the the guy that's killing all the unicorns won't know that she's the last one so that he can send the Red Bull to kill her. But also, like, ew, don't drink Red Bull. Speaking You're of dead. the last unicorn, guys. Speaking of, like, dead unicorns, you know what fucking sucks when that unicorn got shot in that movie with Brett, with oh, Tom Cruise? Isn't that... Legend? Legend. Oh my okay. god, because that I bitch. almost said, isn't I, that called unicorn? I just have to say, like, <laughs> cin- cinematic masterpiece, the lady's reaching for the unicorn, right? And the unicorn's I hate it. I hate it every time. Like, you say that, and now I'm thinking never-ending story. Atreyu! Dude, fuck that. I could never watch never-ending story with my son. No God! No. I remember. Oh, no, that I remember. Terrifying. I remember watching I that, it. and I remember I being fucked up when that that horse died. Oh, God. It's She's so like, sad. and you know what the fucking mom told me when I was crying, my sobbing my eyes out. I am not. Well, I'm pretty sure I remember her saying this. I was young, so if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, mom. But I'm pretty sure she said, "Don't let the swamp of sadness get you." I can't watch that movie without fucking crying. Like, I can sometimes get through The Last Unicorn without tearing up. Um, Never-ending story, though? Do you? More like never fucking watching again because it's so sad. (laughs) And it's on HBO, and my husband and I have seen it. My husband hates it. Too, he doesn't like it either. We're both like, fuck that shit, it is so sad. My husband and I love that movie. But I mean, like... We watched it so I think it was much. the first movie that I that really devastated me was when the horse died. Because 
What the fuck? That was just sad. It wasn't even a good death either. It was slow. And horrific. That was probably the first movie that devastated me. I'm trying really, to think. You if think there so? Was I really like, think no, that, that was the scene. first movie. Like again, like that's one of those that, as an adult, I don't watch. Like I will still watch Labyrinth whenever. I'll still watch Last Unicorn, but like Never Ending Story, I want to watch it again because I haven't watched it for like a decade at this Same. point. Yeah. But, but it's the horse cry. scene. It's and that's the and like also like that Sphinx thing is terrifying and stuff. Like there are scenes that are like that shit's legit scary. Well, and like, the, like I had watched a behind the why scenes. Why y'all make that a children's movie? A behind the scenes thing was um, on HBO, and they were talking about why movies like that are like actually more fucking terrifying, and it's because they didn't use CGI; they used practical shit. So. That's a real flying dragon. Maybe he's not really flying. Falcor. But that's really what the fuck. Dude, I wanted a Falcor so bad. He looks like the softest thing in the world. Like, like the, I think, I feel like something sad happened with him too. Or maybe it's just the whole movie. Falcor, I. You know what? I I know why I don't like the movie. I know why I don't like Falcor. Muppet. Muppet thing. Yep. Yep. That's what it is. That's why I can't watch it. I wonder if the Muppet thing has to do with their facial movements because I think so. facial movements are fucking weird. It's like slow like, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's what it is. Because like I was just sitting here and then you mentioned him and I started thing. He's pretty creepy. Like you know uh, what? There's like several Muppety things. Yeah, that I think movie. that's why I'm not a big fan. Because like yeah, you that mentioned might be why you're afraid of Muppets. Period. Oh my fuck! No, I think it's the Dark Crystal. No, nah, maybe I, I do don't think it was the Dark one. Crystal. So and good. or I haven't seen it. I the only Muppet it. movies I allow myself to watch are the scariest ones, which is A Christmas Carol and Muppet. No, fuck that one. Oh, that was too guy, scary. It's got, got Tim fucking Curry yeah. in it too, so it's I like a double said whammy. Tim Allen, and I was like, that's not the right. Name. It's a double whammy for me. That was okay. too much. <laughs> I know this is gonna bother. Oh god. Tim Curry was fucking hot when he was younger. He looks like oh he'd stab god. you. In a bad way, Amber, in a bad way. <laughs> I was I like, gotta look at my because I was like, his mouth kind of looks like he'd eat you, but in a good way. Okay, I gotta look at like, like so one of my friends on TikTok, they follow like a Tim Curry fan page, and it's like it it posts little videos, or whatever. And there was like him doing like his stand up. Okay, like, you know in what? Seventies. Hmm. Not attractive to me, but I don't know why the fuck I looked him up because he's he's Miss Hannigan's brother. On the OG. Oh, he is. Easy uh, Street. Rooster. Amy, yeah. yeah, there he is. So I guess he's kind of cute, like, there. Yeah. And I like, know, a, I, just, I would rob a bank with him. He's he he's creepy and unsettling as a full-grown man, but as, like, a, a 20-something, he's actually attractive. Well, he really does look like a motherfucker from the 20s. He does. He, he really does. does. He plays well. And, like, he has an amazing singing voice. I mean, yeah, he, he really does. Anyway, but he, he does. Like, I love his voice. song. Like, like in Annie, my favorite songs are "Little Girls" because I love that song so much. It's my fucking favorite, and um, uh, "Easy Street." So I guess the two of the most hor- horrible songs in the <laughs> movie are my favorite. But I just loved Annie. I, I like Miss the one Hannigan. about Slippin' or Mickey Finn. I love that song. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a hard night life. I just but like the little I'll... girls ones because I realize. 
like at the end of that is when Rooster's introduced. Those were always my favorite characters. I love Miss Hannigan. I love Rooster. I don't really like that blonde bitch, but like mm. I I love I'm just like the, it's so funny that I I know oh, I guess you brought up Tim Curry sort of because you said he's in that movie. Yeah. But it's funny that he was brought up because one of the other first witch things that I ever saw was The Littlest Witch, where he is the enemy of Feruza Balk, who is mm-hmm. not Nancy yet, but she is the littlest witch. I love that. And that brings it back full circle to First Witches, right? Right. All right. All right. Well, if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. And comment. Tell us what was your first introduction to witches in pop culture. We want to know. Your favorite witches want to know. So, like, just tell us. It's cool. It's cool. You can take your time. Um, we are also on Instagram at Witches Talking Tarot. And we are on the X at Classiest Witches. So... Thanks for coming to sit with us, Spell. Bye. Did you grow up with a lack of parental supervision? Do you know all the lyrics to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Remember Merrimack Cheese and the Fry Guys? Have an inexplicable love for the California Raisins? Can you remember Madonna's original face? Then you might be a part of the Doom Generation. Laugh until you cry with us each week as we stumble blindly through the memories of the movies and other random things that doomed us to be the salty, sarcastic, sardonic ladies you want to hang with. You know us. You love us. You can't f***ing live without us. Doom Generation. Available everywhere you find podcasts.